what a week it has been. It has been a tumultuous week of property and uh, yeah. a lot of stuff's happened. Landlords, tenants, uh, big discussions to be had. We're going to talk about them today and what's happening in the real estate world. morning guys i don't know I, I don't understand one minute it's the weekend the next minute it's friday i feel like the older we get the faster the faster it's it goes fast. it whips in and whips out it's these too weeks. quick it whips Slow in it and whips down. out it's too quick it's too quick um but here a, we lot are. Ja- a lot jammed into this week a yeah lot yeah it has it has um and also i really want to talk at the end of this just quickly about what's going on with the real estate market i am going to do a live on it because there's a lot of misconceptions about what's going on with the real estate market. Um, guys, we're actually standing somewhere really noisy, so if you can give us a thumbs up just to make sure everyone can hear us. We might bring the comments up on your little thing there. Um, bye, 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 yeah. Look, we're gonna talk, as I said, it's a very, very um, interesting time in the real estate market because rents are up. That's right. There's not a lot on the rental market. It's really hard to get a rental at the moment. Yeah. Um, and then the property market, we're still not seeing a huge amount of stock, but there's still a lot of buyers. We've had a really busy week of sales. Lost a good friend. And we lost a really good friend. We're, we're going to talk about that toward the end, actually. I have put up a GoFundMe um, just to, it's not stuff that we, you know, usually do, but it's a really good friend of ours. And I think, you know, any, any, Money that can go towards helping their daughter and, and, and some education would gratefully be accepted. So, um, yeah, it's been a tough week. It really has. Tough week. Tough week. Tough yeah. week. But uh, we sort of landed ourselves in a bit of trouble this week with um, a letterbox drop that we did in DY. And we were promoting, uh, much like we do with sales, you know, hey, you know, good prices in the market at the moment. Would you like an appraisal? Uh, your price, you know, we can get you probably more than you think for sale. We ran a similar campaign for rental. Oh, which, FYI, we've been, this is a campaign that we've run for 20 years. Yeah. Th- those DLs have been going into letterboxes, the same DLs have been going into letterboxes for, for 20 years. It's just, we do appraisals, that's what we do. And the people um, that pay us are the, are the sellers, the vendors, um, not the buyers, uh, and the people that pay us are the landlords. Um, you know, for our services that we offer. So, got us, you know, a couple of people were a little bit disappointed that we were, we were spruiking uh, landlords to put their rent up on them. No, hang on, hang on. No, no, Mark. No, that's not what we were spruiking. Sorry. No. That's we their, were not that spruiking. That, that, that was, that, that was the Very misinterpretation. Aggressive. So aggressive. No, but that was the misinterpretation. We do rentals and sales appraisals. We always have. Um, that is not the only service we provide. We provide a service to tenants. Yep. Um, we provide a service to buyers. Yep. Um, you know, we provide a service to the community. And I think that this time round when it landed in letterboxes, and as I said, we've been doing these flyers for 20 years. Yes. Since we've been running our business, we have letterbox droppers that drop, is what we do, um, as, as do um, pretty much every single real estate agency on the planet 
Um, it's obviously a very, very contentious time for tenants right now in the real estate market. For everyone. For it's for everyone. Like and it's, and, and, it, and moment, it's something we want to, we really just want to discuss this today. And at the, and at the moment, I th- like, and I think people don't like to admit it, like you're not going to sit, you're not going to sit at, in, a, in, a, in a lovely restaurant and talk about the pain you're going through financially as a tenant or a landlord or as a human. But I think a lot of people at the moment are just really adjusting to money. And it seems like it's, you know, interest rates have gone up, petrol prices have gone up, uh, plane prior, travel, uh, plane tickets have gone, like everything is just going through the roof. Um, and it's all coming out of the one pot, which is what you're, you're, what you're earning. And I think that if, if it's just a really sensitive topic, Lisa. It's a for, really sensitive topic. You know, for a landlord, like, I'm, I'm really sensitive for a landlord because I just looked at land tax. I'm sensitive for everyone. I'm sensitive for the landlord and I'm sensitive for the tenant. But I want to just tell you guys a bit of a story. So we manage manage, um, over 1,600 properties. And I think there's, again, I think there's a lot of misconceptions out there. But I think, you know, people think landlords are just all rich people. Um, We manage a ton of property for people that just simply rely on that rental income that they get to survive on. Um, And in fact, we've got a huge amount of elderly people um, that have got investment properties or or a property, and that's their pension. Um, You know, and and I feel like there's two battlers here. In fact, someone actually wrote me a really lovely message the other day saying, um, you know, there there are, the landlords, are the landlords the new battlers was the, the question that they were asking or the statement that they were making. Um, and there certainly are two parts to this equation. There's no doubt there's a housing crisis going on. We're well aware of that. But if you have a look at where we're located in DY, um, rents haven't gone up on these one and two bedroom apartments in how many years, Mark? 10 years, 20%. Yeah. But if you have a look at the repayments that people are now having to make, if you're an investor, you're a landlord, you've got a mortgage, you're now paying double the amount on your mortgage. Or triple. Yeah, so, you know, and, and of course, everyone's costs have gone up. I mean, I look at our grocery bill and it's just gone through the roof. Um, so, again, I think there was some misconceptions out there with this flyer. It's a flyer that's been going out for 20 years. But there's a big topic. Why, um, would, you, why would you jack up, jack up rent when we're having such a hard time? You guys are dogs. And, and I mean, look, we, A, we don't control the economy, but B, it, it, you know, it's a tough time out there for everybody. Um, you know, the tenants absolutely, of course, we are well aware of what tenants are going through. Our property managers are trying to get through processing about 100 applications per property per day. So we're well aware of what's going on out there. But it's, it's um, also But also I want to talk about what happened during COVID, Mark, with, with, awesome. and how, how tenants, we, we had helped out oh, so many geez, tenants. Do we think alike, Lisa? It's amazing. I was just about to say, it's also been hard for tenants through COVID. And the whole reason why... Um, and landlords. Ten, tenants, well, the whole reason why rents were reduced in COVID is because ten, tenants were suffering hardship. Um, and now they're suffering hardship again, so it's like a double barrel. Yeah. But the landlords got nailed in that hardship as well through COVID with their work, with their lives as well, and then they had to reduce rents. Uh, tenants suffered at that period as well, and now we're here again, and the landlord's holding the can again, 
um, because everything's gone up on them. I looked at land tax lease the other day. Land tax yeah. now has almost doubled over a three-year period. It is absolutely bananas. If you're a multiple property landlord, say you've got two houses as investments, say they're rented for 900 bucks a house. Um, if you're a landlord, about $400 uh, of that of that rent was going towards land tax. Yeah, yeah. So about $400. That's now sitting at around $800. So a landlord is going to have to, in, in an area like Narrowena or Beacon Hill, which is a common area around us, little three-bedroom house, they're paying about 800 bucks a week on land tax if they're a multiple property owner um, before they've even paid the mortgage. So... That's just land tax. Then you've got interest. Sure. Well, look, as and Luke's a... saying, you know, there's been nine interest rate rises there. Nine interest rate and, rises. And rent, rents in DY, um, again, when you look at when you look at rents in DY. Garbage truck. I've got a garbage truck wrapping up at the moment. But when you look at rents in somewhere like DY for these one and two bedroom apartments, they haven't changed significantly over the last sort of at least five years. Yeah. Um, yet, you know, for landlords, obviously, nine interest rate rises. Who the hell is going to pay for that? So there's there's definitely there's definitely a number of battlers here in this equation. But then then they decided to put interest rates one percent higher up for an investor over an owner occupier. Yeah, that, like they copped that as well. So they said, you know what? There was never a differentiation in the interest rate between an owner occupier. A property loan is a property loan is a property loan. But no, they want to charge another percent because you're an investor. Like the investors just copped it. If people, if you don't realise, guys and girls, investors have left the market in droves. Yeah. In droves. They're, they're only negative starting to come back all, in. Negative gearing was the last pill the investors were given to make life easy for them. And that was over 30 years ago when that was introduced. It's been a shit life for an investor. And there's got to be some, invent, some incentives coming in for the mum and dad. I'm talking mum and dad investors to put more affordable accommodation in the grid. It's, now, it's wrong. The, the, the interesting thing was, um, guys, and we're talking about a DL flyer that went into letterboxes this week about um, has your rent changed? Would you like a rental appraisal? And we got some backlash there um, from, from tenants. But, you know, we also, and look, again, I just want to point out this is a DL flyer that we've been doing for 20 years. It's just a very contentious topic right now. But for... The handful of tenants that had contacted us saying, like, actually, screw you guys for doing this. I mean, we do, first of all, we don't control the economy. We, we appraise. We do rental appraisals and sales appraisals just like every other real estate agency in the world. But that certainly was not the message. But for every message that we received, there was only a handful of them, we actually received double the amount from landlords going, like, well, thank you. Like, you know, our rents have stayed the same. Our... Um, Mortgage repayments have doubled, our expenses have doubled, and we've had to carry the can, as Mark said, all the way through COVID. Look, and if, if you, I reckon, in the last year, if you reckon you're it's, it, 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 it's a tough, it's a, it's yeah. tough on everyone's if side. Everyone's walking around saying they don't care, or life doesn't matter. They're a dickhead. Like life's actually tougher, a lot tougher for everyone in the last year. As again, I was talking to a ca cafe operator the other day. He said it's harder than COVID. And this is this guy is probably one of the best cat operators I've ever met. Yeah. A wonderful business. So it is tough. We are, you know, I think we've got to be sensitive to everyone around us. Um, you know, through COVID, everyone was like, you know, we all got to stick together. We've all got to stick together now. 
you know, the only reprieve is we're all in it together. And the thing you know is, I mean? like everyone's, I everyone's also, interest rate's gone up. Oh, uh, not just interest rates, Mark, but like yeah. petrol. I mean, yeah. I, I yeah. you know, we don't have to tell you guys, the cost of just living at the moment is just, it's through the roof. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what you earn. Everyone's hurting. Yeah. Everyone is hurting. So we hear you, tenants. We hear you, landlords. Yeah. But um, we do don't. But we, we we don't create the economy. But yeah. we're we're certainly here to help. Yeah. I mean, if you look at let's let's talk about what happened during four years of COVID. Um. Obviously. Four. What's that? Sorry. Four. Three. Three years of COVID. Um. You know, we we were there in the office helping though helping every single one of our tenants. We were the negotiators because the government turned around and said, tenants and landlords, work it out amongst yourselves. There's no terminations. Um, but, we you know, interpreters as well. We, we're interpreting the market. We were the ones that were sitting there yeah. um, on the phones nonstop. I think we, we worked out that we were getting about 400 calls a day. And it was up to us to negotiate as best we could between the tenant and the landlord any help that could be given. You know, any help that could be given. So we just, as I said, we just wanted to, we're certainly not going to harp on this. That That's a, that's a flyer that's been going out from our office for 20 years. Do you want a rental appraisal? Has your rent changed? Do you want a sales appraisal? The market's roaring hot. Could, could be the opportunity for a better sales price than but you it's, think. It's could just be an opportunity a, for a better rental price than you think. It's a normal normal dialogue for an agent. Yeah, that's it's normal doing. dialogue. But, yeah. Um, as I said, you know, there, there's definitely two two battlers in this equation. There's the tenant and there's the landlord. But one is naturally assumed as rich. One is naturally assume, assumed as um, battling. Pushing. Yeah, if you look at the typical demographic of the landlord, and again, guys, we manage over 1,600 properties. If you look at the typical demographic of that landlord, um, most a lot as I said the vast majority of those landlords actually leave off the rent that's coming in and so as Luke said nine interest rate rises you know their, their mortgage repayments have doubled um, it, it's hurting it's certainly hurting everyone you know what are we going to do about the rental crisis that's going on I mean we're one agency we're certainly not the government we certainly don't control the economy but you know we I mean we came up with a good solution a couple of weeks ago, Mark, I think it was last Friday, with, with you know, empty office space. Yeah, but I think, look, I know the blame game's nice. It's nice to, to give a blame the agent for putting the rent up or blame the agent for blame the landlord because they're greedy or blame the government or the yeah. RBA. But I just think at the moment the best people I've ever seen in business um, are people that have the power to adjust, not the people that have the, um, the, the power to blame not the people that have the power to um, understand where we've come from, not the people that have the power to forecast, but the people to adjust exactly where they are in that moment to the current climate. And then when you're there, sort of pointing your... So I, I think at the end of the day, if you're, if you're a tenant out there that's struggling or if you're a landlord out there that's struggling, the power to adjust is probably the best gift that you can have at the moment. And, also, and that, that was the same with COVID. And also, we're not... You know, our, our intention is never, ever to make life difficult for people. No, um, I think when you look at the 950-odd episodes that we've done, if you go back through all of those, it's just good, down-to-earth, honest advice and our opinions. 
um, that, you know, we hope actually do help people out there. So, you know, as I said, we, we don't create the economy. Luke's actually made a valid point. There's zero incentives out there for investors. Like, first-time buyers get a, a ton of incentives. But there's never incentives out there for investors. Um, anyway. And look, it's probably not a bad pill to drop if they want to get, if they want, if you want to, a lot of properties in the, uh, to drop into the grid, into the rental market, you know, ask investors to come into the market, incentivize investors to come to the market. It's been a long time since. Well, that would make good sense. Wow. It's been a long time since investors have had an incentive to buy in the market. First home buyers have, uh, which has been fantastic. Wouldn't that make good um, sense? But, we need more investors because while you know, there's no investors they, out they, there, yeah. it's going to be a, it's going to be a tough, hard slog on that rental market. Guys and it girls, really make no mistake. Investors have left the marketplace in droves yeah, over have. the last five years. I'm Agreed. talking massive numbers. I've got the data. Um, even the last ten years. 15 years it's just been yeah. it's just been harder and harder to be an investor so you know I, look I'm, I'm very sympathetic to our tenants I'm very sympathetic to um, uh, yeah. to landlords very sympathetic to everyone who's had cost rises yeah. and there's no one who hasn't had cost rises oh, there's no one that this, there's no one that's this situation hasn't hurt yeah. no one no one no one's getting out of this got free that's for sure everybody everybody is affected here um, Anything else to talk about? Yeah, I just want to finish off talking about our. Uh, we it was a tough um, week. We we had a funeral of a really really good friend who actually died really tragically. He died doing what he loved though. He went for a swim down in Bondi, and uh, something that he did every single day. He's probably one of the fittest people, if not the fittest person that we know. Um, jumped into the ocean and hit his head on a rock, unfortunately, and uh, passed away very, very quickly and tragically. 57. So, yeah, 57. Left behind a beautiful wife, really good friend of, of ours, and a beautiful daughter who's just 16 years of age in her final year of school. Um, and so not something that we do very often on a personal level, but we did put a GoFundMe up onto... I put it onto my socials. I don't know if you have yet, Mark, but um, and it really is just to help. Any anything, five dollars, five cents, ten dollars, whatever you guys can manage, um, just to uh, help out Leanne, our girlfriend, with educating really for you know their daughter um, through HSC and then through uni. I think it's just you know it's nice when the community can just come together like that. And as I said, every single cent would be so grateful, and it absolutely will help. And just on a man, and I want to talk about just Pete a little bit. Um, what a testament of, of character to a human being, and you know, me, and like so yeah. many people turned up to his funeral. And, and I've this never was, seen so many people. No, and this was a guy that touched. Like there were so many kids there that were his mates. And there was like you know, in their fifteens, twenties. There was still all ages, old, young. And this is a guy that came to the country. Um, I think Pete immigrated back in 1985 to Australia, so immigrant, um, and made just made so many friends. And how he did it was he helped people. He was always helping people. He loved people. Um, there'd be at least would be at a girls' night, and Pete would turn up yeah. um, and say g'day, uh, and 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 he would just be not 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 overpowering. Very like a, not a quiet he was a guy, gentle but not a, giant. Just a really, yeah. really nice sort of g'day type of guy. So 
Uh, mate, best wishes up there where you are, and um, I'm sorry that um, you had to go 57. 57 years of age, Bondi 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 There's an area there, some of you guys might know it, there's an area there called Flat Rock. It's actually in, it's actually in the water as well. And um, it's in a, he, he would literally just jump off there every day. As I said, it's in the water, it's not like he jumps from high up. Um, when, actually not even quite sure exactly how it happened, but he must have hit his head there on a rock. At his age, um, one of the best swimmers in New South Wales. He, I think he won a Commonwealth record. Yeah. Something. yeah, so a really competent swimmer. Yeah. Uh, my uncle actually died the same way in DY Beach. Um, on There's the, a park on, there on, on DY. On DY Beach, on the rocks there. So it's um, a bit close to the heart and it is, it does happen. It's a, it's a dangerous, those rocks are dangerous. So yeah. stick to the sand, guys. All right, guys, that's it. Sorry to finish up on a bit of a downer, but um, just enjoy yourselves. I think that's the important thing. It really, you know, life is so precious. My goodness me. You look at Pete here one minute and literally gone the next within seconds. So just enjoy yourselves. Um, we love you guys. We hope this has uh, given you some great, great info. And uh, look forward to Thanks seeing you guys. Thanks for your support, soon. Luke. And yep. you enjoy every breath, absolutely. See you guys. Love you. See, see you. Bye.